Hello. It is me. Hi and your mother. Definitely that familiar voice you love so much. Don't you recognize me? What is up is down, and when you are lost you are found. And Alice in Wonderland. Or some shit. Hello, and welcome to the Rules of Acquisition. <laughs> Which is a podcast where we are going through every single episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. The rules of acquisition, we talk Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, you know, it's the great, greatest TV show because we all love this episode very much. <laughs> right, I James? Love this, I, love, I love the entire show, Deep Space Nine. Um, <laughs> as far as this episode's concerned, I love the entire show of Deep Space Nine. Okay, so yes, <laughs> with, with me as always is, you just heard him, James Nolan. Hey, guys. And... Hugh Crawford. Hello, gentlemen. And my name is Wade Bowen. And yep, we're talking about an episode of Deep Space Nine called Shattered Mirror at this point. Yes, this episode is called Shattered Mirror. It is episode 19 of season four. It originally aired on April 22nd, 1996. And here is the IMDb description. When the Mirror Universe counterpart of Cisco's deceased wife lures Jake to the other side. Cisco must follow and help the Terran resistance against the Alliance forces. Here we are. This is our third cup of coffee in the Mirror Universe yeah, this, for Deep Space Nine, isn't it? This oh, this no. might be. And now I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Take a big old shit. <laughs> no. Okay. Yes. Uh, no. I this. I mean, I. Hey, I, I this is this is the most fun I've had in the mirror episode, I believe. So I'm thinking that and I don't I don't I don't, I don't like to make assumptions on anything, really. Uh -huh. I mean, I do, but I, I don't I don't like I, it's a part of myself. I recognize that it's bad. OK, Um, I think maybe you're finding something in just Star Trek in general. <laughs> the rest well, of us has, aren't. This has nothing to do with Star Trek. This one was just dumb and fun. <sighs> There's nothing like. Star Trekky, like oh, I really like the ideals of the Federation that are, they're talking about. I know, I know, yeah. Um, this one was just like it was. It, I'm not gonna say it was the best episode of Deep Space Nine by any stretch. It was just they. There was this. There's this weird tone in it where mm -hmm. they did think that they were being playful, like like the description said. Jake gets sort of kidnapped, but he goes willingly to the Mirror Universe. He follows his mirror universe mother into this evil universe and cisco was he's angry about it he's not happy about it but he's sort of like playful about helping out you know uh there's that tone at the end where yeah they get ready to do battle on the, the mirror universe defiant and o'brien smiley has that little playful bit about like, like learning the job on, a, on you know learning on the job with command or whatnot and you know, Avery Brooks kind of eye rolls and yeah. re reluctantly to, you know, there's sort of a light touch to some parts. Of Avery, I, like, Avery Brooks was, I, I mean, he was so goofy, but so perfect in this episode for me where he's just, I don't know. Um, I mean, it starts off with Jake being moody on, on uh, the promenade where Nog and him hang out. 
And I like the stinger quite a bit. I think it was an effective little sort of start to the show. It, it, yeah. With what you're. Yeah, yeah. And he, with him he, being moody and missing his friend and like also, you know, he was lonely. He doesn't have a lot of friends on the yeah, ship. Yeah. And then. Yeah. 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 So that was. Odo comes up and he's like, oh, you're going to tell me to leave? Like, Odo's like, no, man, I'm not. You're the captain, son. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> he's like, you always like chased me off. No, I didn't. I chased. I chased Nog off because I'm a little bit racist. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> no you hanging around with Well, that's the thing, people. though, isn't it? Isn't it that thing like every all authoritarian like think the rules can apply to whoever they want to. Right. When when you're when you're a fascist. Well, it's it's more <laughs> like Nog was that bad. You've been hanging out with a bad crowd. Like, I mean, sure. the first episode of the series, he's like stealing shit for Quirk. So I get it. And then, oh, you're a good kid, but you got mixed up with the ba- whatever. And then Jake's like, yeah, okay. And then Quark comes up and starts yelling at him. Like, it's like, oh, you know, like, oh, you're, you're, you're out here being a sad son of a bitch, like four times, five times a week, every day. Like, like, shut up. And then there's, he, then Jake says like, all right, fuck you. I'll go back to write somewhere else. Cause he's working on a story or whatever. And then the, there's like, just like less than a minute scene, but just the Quark and Odo scene was literally exchange was a great, Oh, uh, where Quark is like, oh, friends, friends suck, man. Friends just bring you down. You're better off without them. And then Odo is like, well, that's because you don't have any friends. And then Quark is like, go fuck yourself. You don't have any friends. <laughs> and then it's like, n- neither of them have any friends except they have each other. And that's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's fun. It was funny because those, those guys, just even when they're doing goofy like banter stuff, they're just like selling it so great. But whatever. Then they wander. Then Jake wanders off, and then into back home. And then Cisco's just sitting on the couch having coffee with like this mirror universe person. Like it's no big deal. Huh? What? That was that was a little bit like, what the fuck? Okay. It's like, oh, this is the person I told you about. Yeah, I mean, it didn't make any sense, but it was it was all there for the reveal, I guess. And the reveal is, I guess, kind of yeah, kind of fun. That's what I was saying. It's fun. It was stupid. Like, yeah. I guess, you know, at the end of the last Mirror episode, Cisco, when they never show how he gets back. It's just like, all right, I'm going back now. And then cut to credits. Mm-hmm. And so, and then he's like, oh, here's that lady I told you all about. It's like, oh, he's been talking. He got back and he's been briefing everybody. Yeah. So all he needs to do, all he needs to do to get back and forth is just hold the ceiling fan motor. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah. And that gets him back and forth. Yeah, like, oh, so Cisco blabbed to everybody about everything that happened over. Oh, and then and then I saw you were you were there and you were there and I fucked you. (laughs) Oh, I fucked you, too. (laughs) It's like, okay. there was a there was a there was an element where like it was a replay of everything that happened last time. That's for sure. And then just like Cisco's like, oh, shit, (laughs) looks Throughout this whole episode, like when Jake comes in, he's like, oh, yeah, this is his mirror universe mom. And he's like, oh, shit, here we go. I know where this is going to, you know, like when he sees what Jake is like bonding with her. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. His eye rolls and shit were just he's like, OK, um, fuck. <laughs> all of that stuff was great. You know, whenever I was like a 16 year old kid, I and I, you know, I lived with my mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my mom is still alive and. But I don't think when I was 16 and, and, you know, even less so now because I'm a grown man and I don't even live in the same state as my mother. 
I don't think I could have picked out how her hands felt, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was not, like, I don't know too many, I don't know. Maybe that, and that made me a little self-conscious. I'm like, I don't, right. I don't know how my mom's hands, I don't like, either. her hands even feel like mom's hands. I'm like, I don't, I don't I, that's a weird thing to remember. Well, I, it's I'm, a weird thing to, I'm, I, I'm, I'm all repressed. I, I don't kiss my mother like some people do. I, I don't hold her hand. Either. I'll hug her when, I, but that's my shit. <laughs> Uh, Wade's never touched. Everybody his knows that your your warm handshakes <laughs> are 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 world renowned for their huh? for their. I said I'd give her a hug. I'm close. To, I'm very close <laughs> to my mother. Yeah, yeah. It, the, to, Wade, Wade's handshakes are like the Nobel Prize. <laughs> you got like, to get them. it at the end of your life and after you've earned it. <laughs> Right. I'm sorry for this degree of intimacy. I'm like, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry, all our English language fans. It's went into an American for too many years consistently, so we're gonna have to go internet. He's gonna have to go international with his next handshake. <laughs> um, no, I, I, yeah, nothing in this. I don't know. Maybe I'm in a weird place. Nothing in this episode made any sense to me. <laughs> like none of the like. I mean, it did. It made sense, but it was just kind of like. Everything was just kind of like that. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was very Alice in Wonderland. You know, what's up is sometimes down. <laughs> and sometimes when you're lost, you're found. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to bring the, the Discovery Home we, Companion shit. We are, we, are rec- we are recording this very close to the controversy of, of Star Trek Discovery. You're so, crossing your streams. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. people want to. If people want to get into no, that, sorry, sorry, I brought it up. Sorry, no, I brought that, it up. That. No, <laughs> no, so I, yeah, no, it, it's a bit of a like a. It's a bit of like a like. I don't know. Maybe it was like, and that's the whole thing with this is I don't really know how I. I watched it twice, but it's like each time you're just like, oh, it's a mirror episode. Who gives a fuck? Like <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, who gives a? F-? It's just like. And I liked in this one that the mirror versions of everybody, they're the good guys, sure, but they're all still dicks. They're more mirror than they've been in the past, I feel like. Smiley comes on and, you know, they're still the good guys, but they're just like, we don't, we're... Well, you're missing, you're missing the big, the big addition to the mirror universe here. Oh. The Worf. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is our first introduction to evil Worf. Yes. Who is sort of like fun mm-hmm. i guess it's kind of fun <laughs> to see like maybe maybe mirror wharf is the best thing to come out <laughs> of the mirror universe for me yeah it was the most watchable you get to see him literally with his hair down <laughs> right right and just be more than mirror spock who's an actual character with an arc or right that's kind of i guess the closest to mirror Sp- well no i mean smiley's the biggest character that changes throughout all the mirror episodes but it's not like it's not like the rest of deep space nine where like we're gonna follow their arcs and really care about it it's just like oh yeah this is just goofy fun i don't know so yeah so ben cisco has to go have an emissary meeting with some bajorans and when he goes back to his room his mirror wife and jake have skedaddled and so like oh well obviously they went to the mirror universe because like you said there's a ceiling fan motor on the table <laughs> i did like that whole the, the one thing that i kind of thought was fun was when they all like we're all three gonna go to the mirror universe and they all get on the transport and then like the only yeah yeah the, then the, the other two just get like rejected and, like yeah, in yeah, this like, phase nope. back yeah, yeah and that was fine i was like okay that that was visually interesting story well that that's also good because well it also has to it has to happen 
if you're consciously going to go to the mirror universe, you're not going to let the most important guy to your whole ship go alone. Right. That's like against protocol. Number one, Mm -hmm. number two, it makes sense for the story, you know, that if you're going to go get your son, you're not going to, you're not going to go alone. You're going, you're going to take help. Yeah. Yeah. So like, not only does it fit with like Federation protocol rules, it also makes sense story wise. If we're going to get all nerd corner about why they do things and the mirror universe, people are all dicks and they can travel back and forth willy nilly. It seems like, and they're all talking, and even Bashir and Dax are talking about making a run for it. Like, why don't they just, you know, run the different universes? <laughs> it seems like it's a no-brainer. Like, oh, man, I guess they believe in the Alliance and they're secretly nice about it. But like, Well, they, you got to get a, it, you can visit, but in order to stay for longer than 10 days, you have to get a universe visa. Oh, yeah. And that shit's hard. Those are tough to come by, yeah. 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 <laughs> First off, you got to apply for it uh-huh. outside of uh, from another from from another universe. Right. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you... we could. There's so many. There's so many fucking Rick and Morty jokes we can make. It's just not even worth it. Yes. <laughs> but just, so because yeah. getting all nerd corner about why they don't just go to different new universes is dumb. Because there's no rhyme. It's just like because this is fun and stupid. That's why they do the mirror universe. It's best not yeah, to overthink and, it. I mean. I don't know, and I'm not trying to be like a prude. I like, I, I like, but I don't like this kind of like fun. This is like laughing at jokes and pornos. Like I don't like. <laughs> like <laughs> That's not why you're here, right? Yeah, like, you're not here for the laughs. Well, it's not only that, but it's like it's not it's not like the best structured laughs. So it's not like I've thought that there's been Deep Space Nine episodes that have been funny, or at least has funny elements. This, but like I don't know. Yeah. This is like a like the first mirror episode I at least thought was something. And it was a hoot, but not a hoot. No, it was it, like it was I like, get it was the closest I've ever <laughs> felt to I mean it's the closest I've ever felt to something being a hoot. <laughs> uh watching like all of these characters. Because you're dead inside? <laughs> it's like what? Like, yeah, well or I've never had fun in my life. <laughs> well, I, the, like there's a certain thing. There's there's hoots. No, I have I have a good time, <laughs> but there's things that I find funny, and there's even dumb things I find funny. But this, I don't know. The first mirror episode, I thought, I, and I, if I think we go back, I didn't love it, and I think <laughs> no, I, you hated I, it. I think you hated it the most, and I was behind him. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was at least a story. <laughs> like, well, I, the thing I appreciate about by the time we get to the third one is there's two things. One, they are answering sort of an interesting question, which is how do you deal with grief, you know, losing a loved one and then being able to actually like yeah. have, you know, be able to have, you know, see them again in some sure. form. So that that's sort of an interesting story to tell. And I see how they deal with that. And it is interesting because there is a there is a character arc. You know, Jennifer comes over with ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, she actually feels maternal feelings for Jake yeah. and feels and, you know, and, and is saddened by the loss of what she perceived to be a loss of connection between her and Cisco. Right. So there's a, there's a character, there's a nice character arc that's sort of satisfying, but not really. Yeah. yeah I mean, she dies at the end. It's, it's, it's sad. Yeah. It's mapped out well, but it's just like, it's like, whatever. Sure. This, so I appreciate that they're trying to like if you're going to the universe, mirror universe, you're trying to explore an idea and then have it some, have some sort of emotional heft. Because whenever Cisco 
when she says, you know, we do like she's dying and she's asking if they still have that connection. He says, always right. That it, you do get, I got kind of a weird twinge of emotion at that. Yeah. You, you knew I did believe him when he said that, you know, like, yeah, yeah. cause they did, they laid, they, they, they laid down a lot of work and I think they paid off in that moment. The second thing I appreciate is that they're, they're expanding the universe yeah. with the addition of war. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the, the fact that you're not it's, the regent. Right. So, I mean, it's, you know what? They're doing a little work here. This is probably the least offensive mirror universe. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! I, I thought it was. I thought. I thought it was so insubstantial to not. I don't know. I don't know. But like maybe that's yeah. Me. It's not substantial. Yeah, it's, it's not like a good healthy meal. It's just like oh, this is this, this is dumb, <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> this is the sweet heat chili Doritos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like of, of episode. <laughs> they go in there and they like uh, Smiley is stolen plans for the Defiant because of course they're going to have a mirror Defiant too now, and like so they need time. They they've taken the station, uh, like Jennifer told them, but it's not as copacetic as that because the Alliance fleet is coming in is going to fuck shit up. So they need his help building the Defiant in time, and they got two weeks. He has to do it in four days, whatever. But then uh, Bashir comes in and he's like, oh, it's Captain Bashir. It just goes like, Captain Bashir. And yes, I'm Captain Smiley. It's like, what the fuck? You're all captains? He's like, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> I'm the captain now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Continental Army. They're just dancing yeah, out yeah. high ranks yeah, to everyone. It's just like the mirror universe, you know, like in, in, in art, in the prime universe, mm-hmm. you know, people get cast members get promoted and that's what their raise is for the year or some shit mirror universe they're just like fuck it everybody's a captain i don't care yeah yeah i uh i have two things i loved that i loved here is uh the one of which is bashir's beard <laughs> um oh my god <laughs> bashir decided yeah uh, uh, alexander sadig decided to do a voice for this yes he did a voice and but also, it, you I, remember I, when we were in high school and you would play like a guy with a beard or a hobo or something? Yeah. Yes. And then yeah, like, you, you do that little speckled mascara over your face. <laughs> right. Yes. That's exactly what. So, That's exactly. That, that was the, Do you think he showed up to work that day with his own makeup kit and put on that speckle himself? I, I, I did this myself, yes. I got to say, uh, we're most of the way through the show and Bashir is just not, he's not getting better. But anyway, he, he was <laughs> he was fine in this. Yeah, um, as as much as anybody is like come on. I mean, well, he didn't have. I think much. he, he was, was the like, worst. I think he was the worst. In this. But I don't know if I thought. I don't know what I thought he was before this. Sure, I can't remember. Sure. Uh, the only other weird thing that even got my attention in this episode was when Jake made it seem like he wanted his dad to fuck. Yeah. I guess Jennifer Zizek is Cisco. Oh, he was he was like like all right, uh, Cassidy Yates. Who's that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing: I totally get that from like it made Jake seem young again. Yeah. Because yeah. I felt like because I mean the boy the boy shut up like a weed. Yeah. We've yeah, been yeah. with him for four years of a cru- of his crucial growing body period. So he's a, he's a different looking guy than when the show started. And like all 15, 16 year old kids. 
you kind of forget that they're like fragile babies. Yeah, yeah. Like inside, like, you know, because all you think about is pectoral muscles and stinking. But <laughs> you got to learn to use deodorant, boy. Gi- yeah. yeah, and giant feet and not t- getting in the habit of taking a shower right. every it's day. It's like I have, a, I have a basset hound that's seven months old, <laughs> but it's the size of an adult basset hound. Uh-huh. But it's still like a baby and it will like, it will... Yeah. It will probably kill me going down the stairs in my backyard one day because it gets under my feet because it uh-huh. just doesn't know it. It doesn't know that it's that doesn't weigh like five pounds anymore. Yes, it weighs like a hundred pounds, but it does not. Yeah, I I know exactly. What you're He's saying. got no chill, and so concludes Basset Hound talk. Of well, the, okay, but, but yes. Jake Sisko's the Basset Hound, and that was one of those scenes where when he said that, I was like, that's exactly what a kid would feel. Right, right. Because he doesn't realize that this is a. I mean, it's hard. Who would? We don't occur, you know, it's not like as adults we occur, we incur mirror universes. Right. But still, it's like this is a different person. It's understandable that you feel these emotions towards her because she looks like her and acts like her and has the same name as her. But she's not your mom. And there's no entitlement for him to fuck her because he's your dad. Like, right. And well, yeah. And the the fact that that confuses Jake emotionally, like, I think Jake probably knows that intellectually. Sure, sure. But emotionally, that was interesting. It confuses uh, Ben Sisko a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I get get that, too. You know, but his 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 rationality kind of overrides it. You see it twinging, not in the writing, just in how good Avery Brooks is, where he's just like, gets a look. It's Mm. like, okay, I guess we'll I'll meet y'all for dinner. That could be fun i guess and then he and then walks out like jesus shit this is a bad idea (laughs) you can see it on his face it's so great yeah the whole thing was kind of like dumb i don't know why you let her stay there yeah yeah i don't like like, it's like oh people just show up for mirror universes and it's no big deal oh this is a woman i talked to to you about like like oh okay there was a weird casualness about a lot of this episode yeah i would he was almost he was almost casually like aiding them too yeah yeah yeah, yeah, especially in the third act. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did we get we have the little callback to uh well, Mirror Nog is a dick like everybody else and he's not friends with Jake at all. Yeah. And he's like, I don't trust you, I don't trust tall men, I trust tall women. Now that's a different story. Mm-hmm. And then uh Jake Sisko's he's got his arm around like the mirror equivalent of a Dabo girl. And then Jennifer Sisko's like, isn't she a little old for you? And he's, oh, yeah. Jake is like, no, man, I've already fucked up with girls before, like that have been yeah, 20 yeah. years old. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Double, double girls, older double girls are my speciality. <laughs> right. Because he's not sheepish right. about like putting his arms around this woman either. He's just like, okay, yeah. Hey, Nog, see, we got this in common. Yeah. And then his mom, yeah, that... mirror mom, comes in and he's like, well, okay, fine. But, you know, I'm, it's like snatching the beer from a kid, you know, <laughs> like, you can't have that yet. It's like, oh, oh, I wanted that beer. Yeah, and so that, that well, we get that great little line about who are you, his mother. Yeah, yeah, and, oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah that, all, all for that. I mean, that's what that whole scene. I guess we should say that. I mean, we haven't talked about Kira, but this she's on record as saying this is her favorite of the mirror episodes. Yeah, not because it's lighthearted and fun, because yeah, it's the darkest. I mean, it's not <laughs> okay. What? Uh, and and what has house? So? Uh, she doesn't expand on it. I mean, yeah. I think they killed. I think Jennifer it's again. the. I mean, if we're being honest, she's not going to speak out of school here. And a lot of mm-hmm. these quotes, I think, are said near the airing of the episode. Yeah, yeah. But I think that it was like it was the least that she has been used as a sex cat. True. Yeah. Uh, 
Although she, she seems to like being used. Still asks yeah. for a lady. She still asks for like a one of her slave girls. In oh prison. yeah, she's like, yeah. why don't you just why, why don't you take that uh, force field down and go meet my pussy? <laughs> right. Yes. yes. Uh, I, yeah, which it's fun. still you know again it's the old it's old by by this time but we've we've said it before. We're, Oh, oh yeah, been gay. irritated by it. Like, oh, well, yeah, yeah gay coding is evil. Yeah, yeah, it gets old. Well, they're all kind of like coming on to him. Like, like Dax comes up and slaps him, and she's like, "Oh, you just..." Well, he did. That's because he did some skizzy. That's some skeezy yeah, stuff. Yeah, like she's. I was like, Dax has been listening to Liz Fair since he left. Like, you just <laughs> fucked and run. <laughs> you lied to me. Like, he did. Like, we can't. We... I want a boyfriend, and then she hooks up with. I think kid. it's easier. I think it's easier to forget these mirror episodes to to cut them out. Yeah, because like. He fucks her on false pretenses. Yeah. Now, I know that he couldn't. Like, it's skeezy. <laughs> it really is. He couldn't reveal himself, but it's still, you know, it was. Yeah, it's. Yeah. She, and she's like, he, I had suspicions about you the whole time. He's like, well, not that I noticed. Mm. <laughs> he says that. <laughs> yeah. I. That's for making love to me under false pretenses. I was suspicious of you from the I start. Had, I, sus- I had suspicions right from the start. I was like, well, you, you hit it well. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, I mean, it's skeezy. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, yeah. It's skeezy. I was just imagining she's been listening to Exile and Guyville since he left. That's a good album. A I wish album. I was listening to Exile and Guyville. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just think, you could have been listening to Exile and Guyville instead of watching this episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I think what Maybe we're... I should watch it set to, like, watch it set to it, like, uh... The Wizard of Oz like set a, to right, like Pink Floyd. <laughs> yes. Do you think? Yeah, it's possible that it syncs up. It yeah. syncs up pretty well. We should actually just start that rumor anyway. <laughs> we should. Tell, How long I, would it take you personally with your editing software just to like get a rip of this episode and just dump in the that whole album on top of oh, it? Oh, I, I could See? do that. In, I could do that in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think it would I take that, that long. Might, we, Moving each individual song would be the issue, mm-hmm. but no, yeah, it wouldn't be hard. We might have to put that up on our Patreon for if they want to watch if they want to watch that. I assume that it's longer. I assume that the album is longer. Yeah, with commercials I, and everything. Then without then it. then you re then you just you start it over. The episode? No, the you, the album. The no, album. I'm saying that I think the album is longer yeah. than the episode. For, than 44 minutes? Yeah, because yeah, because you remember it's like a double album. Oh. And and you take the commercial because it's got a because it's it's got a counteract exile in mainstream. Yeah. Right? Oh god. Which is like <laughs> fucking forever. <laughs> you, you know what? Damn it, James! Jeez. Thanks for ruining it for me. I think you're right. Maybe it doesn't match up with this episode. Thanks. <laughs> no, it, no, we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I think I think somebody. I mean, if it doesn't take you more than five minutes we should do it i don't know i mean it's it's all about that that ip you know i mean i would i would probably if it's if it's up i would probably like i would probably put it on it'd be a neat thing to have though yeah no we can do it the more i'm thinking the more i'm thinking about it i would like i could do it i just don't know if we could share it we can put it on we can make it we can do it we can make it private and then we can put it on there it's nobody's gonna nobody's gonna slap our hands on that you can upload it you can up yeah you can upload a private like a file that you make like an mp4 file Mm -hmm. and then nobody has to even and not yeah not to mention that it's actually unless we got any squealers out there who's gonna notify friends of friends of cisco traders in the the (laughs) myth all right so yes anyway moving on from the liz fair uh angle which i think we we're more excited we're excited to 
Yeah, I think we're pretty damn excited to see where that goes. Yeah. Then I'll just have, be able to put that on whenever I want to listen to it, but have some nice visuals. To go <laughs> right, That's right. true. That is yeah. true. It might help. Oh, might help your viewing in the Mirror Universe episodes. Exile and Mirror Universe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. We should maybe do all <laughs> right. like all of Liz, well no because no one's listened to the other Liz Fair albums. Whipsmart's good. I don't even know if Liz Fair. I don't know how long Liz. White Fair Chocolate's is basic. It's not. None. Exile in Guyville is the best one though. I mean it's. Never yeah. Been. No. She went on. She even had a post. She had like a like she had the the Shak- she had the Shakira she, she went Avril Lavigne for someone yeah 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 she had the Shakira people handling her for a while right right that's fine she got to make money yeah. she got to make money after Napster I ain't I ain't judging uh, her yeah, ain't but good. yeah <laughs> she wrote one great great album all time great album she's yeah. in the club who, who so. gets to do that? who yeah who yeah. gets to do that yes right you get right. one I mean right all right where were we in this episode. Anyways, uh, then Kira's like, why don't you let me out? And he's like, no. And then go get me Marani. She was really, she gave the most excellent massages, whatever. Oh, then we go to the, the Regent's big uh, flotilla or whatever, the ship with Salacious Garrick in the gold bikini. <laughs> Wait, yes. Where I do. All the Garrick. The Garrick stuff. Is this the first time that Garrick has had a scene with Worf? Maybe. What a piece of shit first meeting, by the way. Well, they haven't met yet. It's just the Garrick, yeah. I'm saying that you you have Andrew Robinson playing Garrick is is opposite war. Like like I would have loved that to have come at a different under a different circumstance. Yeah, sure. I mean, we'll get that later. That's about it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't fundamentally break the show. Right. But right. Like- well, like everybody else is kind of different in the mirror universe, but Garrick is really about the same. He's. <laughs> You know, he's opportunistic, I guess. He's more openly fascist. I think, okay, so this is the time, I guess, to, to have this conversation to some extent. Some people play the mirror universe counterpart as exactly opposite. Right. And some people play them the same, but with, like, the safety protocol off. Yeah. Like a moral, like a moral. Like a Dax is, like, a good example of that. Dax or Kira, both of, I mean, I think Kira is. Well, Kira is playing. Uh, Plain, she's, a, she's like an opposite, like slimy. Yeah, like, quote, quote. She says to uh, she quote. She and Kira are exactly the same person, but the intendant's ego has been warped so that everything that Kira would do for her people, the intendant does for herself. Yeah. So like their instincts are the same, but the the morality is is warped. Right. And whereas Prime Kira is a little bit can be a little bit of a prude. Mm-hmm. Mirror Kira is a total like hedonist like. Fuck it. Like, that's true. That is true. Yeah. But like, uh, okay, so you were right with, uh, we were right with Dax. I also think Colmini, who's like, you know, I'm kind of a, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm kind of easygoing good guy. And then now I'm playing like a, a little right. easygoing good guy with an edge. I don't know. Like, it's not right. fundamentally well, and different. He, and he was all kind of snivelly. Like, you know, he's the one that's changed the most over every mirror episode, you know? Yeah. He's like smiling. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I work in the mines. Don't, don't hurt me into this one where he's just like Machiavelli. He actually smiles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in this one. Yeah. But Col- it, I mean, the mirror universe is actually kind of a story about the rise of Colmini. Yeah. I yeah guess, totally. Or of Smiley is the, but uh, Alexander Sadiq is playing him fundamentally different. Yes, he is. And that's a choice. That's a deliberate choice that he's. Yeah, it's just like it's him having fun. I don't. 
I doubt he put that much thought into how it would be the reverse. Yeah, and it's not fair to compare this, but we have we now have at this point in 2017, we have a comparison of someone doing a mirror universe like Doppelgamer, and I know that you guys haven't seen it, but how the bad Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks the Three, which is kind of like a mirror universe Dale Cooper. It's sort of like the like a perfect version of how to do these kind of doppelgangers. And okay. that and that's what like he does is he makes it like he's Dale Cooper, but the morality is a little is is wrong. Uh-huh. And so it makes what Alexander Siddig is doing in Worf, maybe. <laughs> and and some of these other people, it's just like it makes me. Like, I'm not exact. I like I could picture. I don't hate the concept necessarily of a mirror universe. I have issues about its reality, like the coincidences of it. Sure, sure. I get all that. But uh, once I get over that, I don't have it. I just don't like the way they're doing it. It's yeah. just not my my thing. But like, I think that if someone comes along in the future that wants to do a mirror, like I know that Discovery is going to do a mirror universe. And what? yeah, they've said that. Yeah. You're not ready for this. <laughs> you're not ready for what's coming, buddy. I think that the Dark Matter universe might be a major plot function. Could be. But that's a discovery. That's you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. My eyeballs are melting. I can't continue with this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We, it may we, have we even now, aired by the time this yeah, airs. Yeah, I don't we know. now replace your regularly scheduled rules of acquisition with a Discovery Home Companion. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. Right, I'm just going to say it. That's that's wrong because Kirk clearly discovers the mirror universe. Well, there's an Enterprise one. Enterprise, right Enterprise goes there. At the, like you dropped out, didn't you? The last three episodes are a mirror universe episode. I definitely, I don't know shit. I just know that people like that they have. Oh my God. They, they get no, rid I think of the Wade, shit. I'm saying Hugh dropped it. Oh, okay. I, all I, yeah, because I watched the first three oh. seasons. I haven't seen the fourth the season. Fourth, I've seen a few few of the fourth season. The I fourth seen, season's I seen. not bad until they get to the Mirror Universe. I mean, all I know is that they, they changed the theme song and take that dumbass song out for the Mirror episode. And everybody's like, I love it. They don't have the shitty song anymore. Oh. That's all I know. I haven't watched yeah. it. Yeah. So they do a mirror universe thing where Trip, I think. Right. Well, you, if none of us have seen it, you don't have to. Yeah, we don't need to get into the yeah, yeah. Enterprise mirror universe. Right. I saw it, but I watched it while also like fighting Nazis on Twitter or some dumb shit. So like, I don't know. You know, like I, I watched it, but I didn't watch it. Sure, sure. So it's left my mind. But yeah, so like I, I, I don't like if someone came along could make a mirror episode work for me and i don't hate the original one that much yeah like the actual tos mirror oh, mirror there's worse tos episodes for sure yeah yeah but i just don't like like i'm not digging this and every time they visit it it's just like it's like a turnoff to me and so i don't know yeah i wish it was better yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, but I, I can see how you like I can, I can see how it's a hoot. Yeah. Oh, I love the I, the uh, back to the uh, Salacious Garrick and they go back and. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Garrick is throwing the intendant Kira under the bus and they just totally call out like she was irrational. She's accusatory. She's unappreciative. And like he's got him under the choke collar or whatever. But at least. But at least. At least what? At least. 
dot 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 I was able to fuck her now and then I mean no he says please her now and then please her now and then <laughs> <laughs> and then and Worf is like immediately I don't swing that leg way get away from me you're not my type yeah <laughs> uh, you are not my type but it's like so overtly saying she used to let me fuck her every now and then. And that I would fuck. Like she sucked, and I would but I got him. Like, is that what? Yeah, yeah. And then Worf gets kind of a little bit of gay panic at that moment and says, oh, get away from me. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Worf should have been into it. Oh, yeah, that right. would have been nice. That would have been well, interesting. We've often, t- that's come up before, right? The Spart that Klingons should have a Spartan element to them. Well, in the Worf and Garrick thing, I like to believe it is like every teen comedy where they have a gay kid in the high school that gets beat up by the bullies. Really, the bullies, they're they're beating him up because one of them, he's secretly gay and, and, and doesn't want to admit what he knows about himself. Yeah. But, but that might be, maybe that's what's going on in here. We don't know, have enough information. I thought that was just funny. Then it cuts to uh, Jake is making chicken a la Cisco for uh, Jennifer, whatever. <laughs> they have the cooking gene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Ben Cisco just kind of walks in here and is like, oh, Jake. Just again, Avery Brooks is like, Jake, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm so tired right now. I can't I can't deal with this. <laughs> like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she gives him a back rub and gives him, he's the son I'll never have. And we learn, you know, that she has feelings for Jake and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And then they go and have a scene with Kira and where he's like, you're going to help us out. She's like, well, fuck you. And he's like, no, you, you do realize that they're going to blame you for everything. He's like, oh, you do have a point. Okay. Chase warp shadows. That's the weakness of the fleet. And it's like, okay, oh, great. What the fuck is a warp shadow? And how do they just access them? <laughs> <laughs> I guess a signature. I guess yeah. like a like an after signature. Yeah, like because yeah. they always talk about warp signatures. Maybe that's like a yeah, like an echo or something. Yeah, that. and then Bashir and uh, Dax are like, we're gonna go run interference with these warp shadows, and it just looks like a fake ship that they build, and they shoot lasers at it, and it bounces off for some reason. And it's a little messy. <laughs> I don't know. This whole episode's a little messy, but fun. So they're doing that, and then Worf headbutts Garrick because he. He's looking for a key. And then Kevin from the office, Klingon, <laughs> dropped it. <laughs> I didn't understand any of that, but I, I don't know. Like, a little bit of light humor, again, with a light touch. Yeah, yeah. He stabs yeah. Garrick in the gut because he's like, oh, I'm going to look for it in your stomach because you lost the key. And then Kevin from the office, Klingon, is like, oh, I found it over here. Sorry. The key, sir. Somehow it fell into my boot. And then Regent Worf is like, <laughs> Michael, it is right. The key <laughs> is right here, Michael. Michael, why don't we get outdoors time? <laughs> oh, God. What? That's almost too spot on. You could do the voice for the Office animated series, James. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yes. And then it's, the, so he takes Do you know what I find funny? The running joke. They tell Amy Ryan's character that Kevin's. Uh, mentally handicapped, James. <laughs> yes, I know. I try. I would Jesus. Like, I corrected myself. But for five episodes, she thinks he has a, that, that joke. That joke lays in wait. It's yeah. great. Right. Oh, it's like a bomb waiting to go off every episode for like five episodes. You're waiting for yes. her. To, yeah. 
<laughs> okay, yes. So he gets uh, so he's sorry. We could talk for 45 minutes about that ep- those yeah. those five episodes. Right. <laughs> yes. So Worf stabs Garrick in the gut and then just like he just gets over it. He's like, "Kevin, make sure this guy doesn't die. If he dies, he dies." Mm-hmm. And then next scene that he shows up, he seems to have not died. So great kudos. Yep. Kira is like in the brig and the one guy is like, "Hey, you want to let me out? Uh maybe we can get it on." He's like, "You killed my wife." And she's like, oh, I was hoping you weren't married. And it's like, fuck you, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then Nog comes in and lets her out because everybody's dicks. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm grateful because you killed my uncle and my dad. So now I own the bar. And then Jennifer Sisko is going to send Jake back because she's feeling maternal, whatever. And going to send him back without Ben Sisko. That's a thing that happens. And then Ben Sisko is just like nonchalantly, like after the the fleet's going to show up. So he takes the Defiant out and Smiley's like, well, you can go home now. We had a deal. And then Sisko is so nonchalant, like, no, this sounds like fun. I'm going to pilot the Defiant in the big fight, which seemed kind of flippant. They do get some, I guess, quality laughs out of Calmini's never flown a plane before. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so Sisko, Sisko can't be cool. Like he doesn't have like a rapport with with his piloting staff, so he's got to like. Oh yeah, just let me do it. Nobody yeah. knows the lingo. I'm better at it than you are, anyway. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. When he's like, do uh, you know, attack pattern delta? He's like, what does that mean? It's like just roll back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Just roll back and forth. Yeah, and and then they go back, and then they're like, well, we got we're one more shot's gonna kill us, and he's like, well, go straight towards the big big ship, and then. Smiley, it's like, oh, you mean pattern suicide? Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, light. We're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Suicide is suicide is painless. That's from Mash. That's not anything that's, I'm saying. Don't. don't. That, that, that's, <laughs> we can talk if, about Mash too. <laughs> yeah. If you're feeling anything, like talk to somebody, please. And I, I am sincere. Yeah. About that, but. <laughs> Uh, this is where we turn to the difficult <laughs> subject of suicide. Yeah, yeah, this is where this episode just takes a total right turn. Oh, oh this man. is uh, Kira gets the phasers from mm, Weapons mm. Locker Forty Seven and Ops. Yes, yes. And last last episode, Weapons Locker Forty Seven was the one that Chief O'Brien almost kills himself for. Oh, shit. <laughs> but it's in the cargo hold, so it's considered a goof on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> they're both called weapons lockers 47 well i think it's a thing it's a thing that we actually like because we're we're not horribly horribly nerdy that we haven't talked about but i think there's a reoccurring joke amongst all the writing staff that the number 47 has to appear in a lot of different places uh, yes there is actually a club in uh there's a star trek club called the 47 club that yeah, I, I don't understand what that exactly tracks down is. all of these references yeah i don't exactly know what that is but yeah, but it's funny to me that anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's supposed to be like 82 references in um, a favorite movie of mine that has become controversial uh, amongst the friends of Cisco. But no, I think that like, you know, how Magnolia has 82 right. strewn in like a ton of like, oh, yeah. I think it's like, well, it's like Psalm. People 80. on set get bored. People on set get bored. I think that's yeah. what it is. Well, that's and there's so, a lot of numerology in Magnolia. It's like a Bible verse and like yeah, it's a Bible system. verse there, but I but it's also I don't think it I don't think it means anything. 
Like, I don't think. No, I mean. Paul Tum- I don't think Paul Thomas Anderson was researching where he put it. I think it was just. Well, it's also. The one it's, I'm on it's, the set. it's the verse about plagues of frogs, and that's the. Sure, thing sure. Yeah. But he's just throwing it Have out. Have we there. got to the part in this episode where Worf says, make it so? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice that part. I didn't even notice that either. What? Said, you guys didn't say it? You didn't, at the, I didn't at write the that end. down. I'm about out all, all out of notes. Oh, nope. shit. You need no, it. Believe it or not, I was giving this the most. Yeah. <laughs> no. What does he say? He gives an order at the end and tells him to make it so as like like a Captain Picard reference. Oh. And it's uh, no, yeah, it, yeah. that is that it stick out I, to you I at probably all. should have because he leans into I, it a little bit. I, I felt like he did where like I'm sure he did. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure uh, he had fun with it. On yeah, set. yeah, yeah. He noticed him doing it. I oh, just, he, yeah. he noticed. Like, wait, that's. I'm saying this line. I'm gonna notice. Make it, make it so. If if three guys are doing a podcast on on this particular episode, and only one of them noticed that he said "make it so," make it so. Michael Dorn probably feels like he didn't do his job. <laughs> probably, and I and I'm a big Michael. And I'm a big, yeah, right. Big war fan. Uh, it made me think like, where, where's Picard in the mirror universe? And then I realized there's like that comic book series out yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Yes. Where he's walking around sleeveless. He cuts his sleeves off. Picard, Picard is wearing sleeves off yeah. with a goatee. He's so evil, his triceps get hot. So you got <laughs> right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, and then uh, the only line I wrote down from Worf was, I have been betrayed. I should have wrote down, make it so. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I have been betrayed. But then Kira shoots Jennifer because she jumps in front of the gun to save Jake. Then when she realizes Jake is Cisco's son, she says, tell your dad I didn't kill you because I want to call him that favor later. Yeah. And then she dies and they and they have a moment and the end. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, this is a pretty pedestrian episode and actually per, the least offensive mirror universe episode. Yeah. Well, I think it kind of worked on some levels. Yeah, I mean that's kind of. I think it was dumb. I think I said in a text. I think this is. I think this was the worst episode of Deep Space Nine since Fascination. Yeah. But I'm not gonna like. We're in such a good place on this show that like I don't <laughs> right. like. I don't feel like I need to make it an existential issue. Right. But like, well, at least in this one they were had an excuse for playing out of character. And it's just goofy uh, fun, so who cares? Like fascination. Was so bad. okay, so when we we, we <laughs> reduce this down to twelve episodes for for yeah. our white album, is anybody gonna put this on there? No, this isn't making it. <laughs> if we expanded it to twenty episodes, probably none of us are putting this on there. No, either. no, this is if we do a final series. This is like an EP of just mirror episodes. Yeah. Then then sure it gets in there because like five of them, but. Yeah, this is this is the equivalent of the song that uh, Elliot Smith's family's been trying to hawk on like an album or something. So, <laughs> right. so yeah, uh, it's fine. It's inoffensive. Like it didn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. It didn't also excite me either. Yeah, yeah. I, well, we can get into. I think I think we're done with it. We can move on to the next part where we. The next episode is the Muse, which gets some play in some circles. Oh. Not this one, son. Gets- Not this one, old boy. <laughs> But go on. <laughs> oh, it's it's a Loxwana episode, uh, and it's a Lux, yeah. There's Loxwana. It's actually uh, Major Barrett is given a story writing credit on this one, so I think we should be okay. nicer to it. Why she's dead? But, um, she's not gonna know. <laughs> I, <laughs> but ouch! But, sorry, that sorry. woman's been through a lot. She, that oh, woman's been through oh, a I'm, lot. Did, don't, I'm still pissed. She's not on the voice of the computer on <laughs> Discovery. But well, she she is. Well, I mean, I guess I mean. You meant that they didn't recreate it out of... Yeah, 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 that's exactly what I mean. 
<laughs> okay, because I was going to say, she's dead. She's been dead well before <laughs> but, this. Yeah. But they talked about doing yeah. it, and they didn't do it because they're cowards. I don't know why they didn't do it. Like... Look, I've been this, this, I've been this, defending that show a lot on Discovery Home Companion. <laughs> you got to get James. it out. You got to get it out. But, you but I'm mad it. that they didn't take Major Barrett and recreate her voice because, come on, fuck you. They may not could have. And I'm there's not. A, is there a lot of rope? Oh, is there a lot of computer talking? There's enough. There's black there's alert. enough. There's enough than that. Major that I Barrett before so, yeah. she died had recorded so much. She recorded so much audio of everything they could do for the computer, so that she, they wouldn't have to call her in all the time. That they could have made it work, and also they could have even recreated some of it. That we have the technology. Yeah, but you could. Yeah, I mean, you can't throw a rock in Hollywood without finding a Major Barrett impersonator. Pretty much. So <laughs> sure. So I think you could have got it. All right. So we're saying we're going to, after the muse, okay, we're going to uh, get uh, into our rewatch meter. Yeah, rewatch yes, meter. Yes, let's hear, let's hear your rewatch meter. I mean, it's a four, unless I'm going just through mirror episodes. Four is almost as low as I go. Whatever the bottom level is, even though I enjoyed this episode. <laughs> I think James, Zero what's yours? Is the bottom level. Yeah. I, I, if I never watch this episode again, I will be perfectly fine yeah. with this. I, I was going to say, like, I'd like to announce uh, that this is the last time I'll ever watch this episode for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's at a zero. Even though it's the le- least offensive, it's completely, I mean, there's no reason for me to watch if this it was again. Unless I do a it... podcast with two other guys and after I'm done with you two, <laughs> and then, or two other people, then I guess I'll watch Are you, are you seeing another podcast about Deep Space Nine? I've been getting offers. I've been getting some soft offers, oh, okay. but it's All nothing right. I'm going to... I want to be offended, but I'm mostly hurt. If this podcast has looked like at in the future, like the Wild Stallions is in Bill and Ted's Excellent Journey, <laughs> and we have to go and, and do like a commentary on each episode. Yeah. I guess we would have to watch people it. People will be talking about the greatest <laughs> right. gens coverage of this show, but like, yeah, greatest gens sucks. You should go to see this obscure podcast called The Rules of Acquisition. Uh, the, they're uh, in your head, man. They are, yeah. they are. Oh, they they live up there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're... <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, yeah, this, the, uh, this is all getting cut out, but yeah. Uh, they're, okay. Well, you guys want to take, take, take a quick guess on what the good people of IMDb think about this and how they rated it with their stars? It's going to be like an eight. <laughs> No, I don't let my I'm going to put it at a 7. I'm going to put it at a 7.3. Oh, this is a reverse. Usually a 6 that I go over you, yeah. 665 people voted and it's a 7.2. You well, both you both of you guys were in the ballpark. Well, you're closer, but Yeah, we split yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're it's in between us, so we'll call it a split. Yeah, I always suspect that the fans like an episode more than I do. Yeah, well, I've been oh, wait, I've been riding true. high for a long time now. I needed to rate something low. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna get back in my head, mm. stop fucking up on this portion of the podcast because I've been fucking up for weeks now. You're gonna <laughs> nail. You gotta. We're waiting on you. You're gonna nail the next one. <laughs> <laughs> you just got out. You gotta get it back in the zone. It's. it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I I, I appreciate your uh, confidence in it. All the coaches say, oh, the way you get out of a funk is just keep taking it bad. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have a choice. We do this every week. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, on that note, we we'll get to this week's voicemails and emails. Yes, let's do that. All right. This is the woman I told you about. The one I met in the parallel universe. So you're Jennifer Cisco, but you're just not my mom. That's right. It's all a little confusing, isn't it? 
more than a little. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our uh, voicemails and emails section for uh, the podcast. Let's see. I guess we can just jump on into it, huh? Yeah. Hit it. Who do we yeah. got? Oh, let's see. Well, we got Ola from Twiggy. All right. This is exciting. Let's, we haven't heard from Twiggy in a while. Let's hear what he has to say. Hello, friends of Cisco. It's Twiggy here with a quick one for uh, rules of engagement. Uh, first off, we're going to put a disclaimer on here. There's going to be a lot of weird background noises because I'm recording this while I'm at work. Uh, this is the first quiet 10 minutes I've had on my own for a few weeks, so I'm just going to have to deal with that. Uh, firstly, I agree with uh, Hugh. Like, it's really hard, as you said, to feel any real sense of danger for a main character because you know they're back next week. I think it'd be a nice little twist for a show like this if, yeah, okay, the main character's ultimately going to be fine, but what if they, they do bring him up on charges and say, well, no, that, that was pretty bad, dude. You can't do that. So for the next, I don't know, six episodes of this season, you're being demoted to like you know, a junior uh, sort of uh, member. And like you have a bunch of episodes where you know Wars in it, but he's like scrubbing toilets, cleaning showers, like you know trying to clean the grout <laughs> on the tiles, and just doing a bunch of stuff. So you go, hey, look, you know, it actually was some consequence to this. So then at least you've got some sort of uh, an attention or some sort of payoff at least, and not just go, yeah, he's fine. Um, on James's point about really liking like you know, Klingons doing stuff instead of just being warriors, I'm really like that uh, concept as well. And uh, I can't remember the Klingon uh, defense guy in this one's name, but I really like the idea that, like, you know, he's a prosecutor and he goes around uh, doing this, but I like think in his spare time, he's a PI as well, just like goes around trying to solve cases and he drags him into court and then he prosecutes them as well. It's just like, that'd be a fantastic spin-off show in my mind. And finally, in relation to Odo, um, I don't really find it weird that he's got Klingon contacts I've always sort of viewed him as the law enforcement officer who's a bit of a, like a spy master sort of thing. Like I know that Garrick is the technical, he's the spy of the show, but I know I've just always sort of seen Odo as like just that spider has all these uh, we uh, webs going out and he has his fingers in just so many different pies. Uh, like if he yeah, if he rocked up with a Romulan contact, I'd be like, right on man, of course. Like if he rocked up with a Breen, I'd just be like, of course he does. Um, but also, <coughs> sorry, uh, I think that a lot of that probably would have also been built up while he was working with the Cardassians because those motherfuckers don't trust nobody. And they would have had him making contacts in some of these other sort of places they considered threats because they would have wanted to know what was going on uh, if anything was ex either exploitable or there was any impending sort of uh, movements against them. So, I, yeah, I find that pretty believable. Um, yeah, thanks for indulging me once again, fellas. And, uh, yeah, also thank you for putting up with uh, all the noises in the background. Uh, I'll speak to you guys all soon. Later. Well, I, for one, am a big fan of the noises in the background. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was... And I don't, I don't want it, Twiggy to ever tell us what he does for a living. I just want... <laughs> I just want my imagination to run wild based off the background noise. <laughs> right. I, uh, that's just like, I'm trying to listen. You've been making some great points, Twiggy, but I'm just like, what is he? Where does he? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I think he's like calling in the middle of the intersection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. We, uh... Yeah, we do get to see somebody demoted, but not after they fuck up like Worf does in Rules and Give Engagement. We saw... Uh, 
O'Brien get. Oh yes, yes, and, in, and yes, and hard, hard time. time. Yeah, I do think that. I think that in general that was the point. I knew I had a point I was trying to make, and then I got distracted by the horn. Okay. <laughs> I think that it helps that when shows have various fates that aren't death or potential outcomes that aren't death or anything that's going to take you off the show where you can sort of like the demotion, like what he said, like if, if Worf had to eat shit for several episodes, (laughs) you know, that would be fun. Not only fun to watch because it's status quo changing and those are always exciting, but you know, it does add tension. That's not necessarily like we know it's not going to happen because it's going to take Michael Dorn's not leaving the show. Right. You know, and, and and that's always a, a willing suspension of belief, like disbelief that you have always have to have. You know, Picard's not gonna die by the Cardassian torturing him, or or even the Borg, you know, you didn't think that oh this Picard's just the head of the Borg now for the rest of, right. of TNG, right. you know. You know that things are 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 gonna go back to normal, so you have to find consequences that are irreversible that you can have. Right. And then the show like game of Thrones just takes the easy way. Just by killing, you know, for the first few seasons, just killing main characters. Cause it, it right. you know, and that's, what's exciting is cause you don't have to like sort of play this game with that show. But now we're at the point where characters are, are like, if you take characters off the board, the show breaks. Right. So you like oh, you're that about this show. No game of Thrones. Like, if they throw. kill the, if the, there's there's now characters that if they don't like they can die in the last two episodes, but you knew that like this last season that Jon Snow is not going to die because the show breaks <laughs> at that point right. because he already has and they brought him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah it's just like, well, then what what the fuck does Jon Snow mean? You know, we're at the end here. Yeah, but no, like I I think that that's fine. We do have like a, you know, this show does have a a major character die though. Oh, hey, no, for hey, the end of the yeah. show. Shut the fuck up! Don't <laughs> <laughs> shut your mouth. Spoilers. These people haven't seen the show yet. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I, I for some one people might would know l- if they if they listen to our Becker podcast, they might know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they might, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I'm just gonna change subjects and say I for one would love to see Iran Canada. Klingon PI <laughs> spinoff. That would yes. be cool. Yes, right. that would be awesome. Where he's a you know a bull or whatever that show with uh, Rain Wilson, where he plays a shitty asshole attorney do, doesn't really care oh, about yes. the truth or anything. He just wants to win the case. Yes, yes. We need yes. That would be super great. Yeah, all Klingon shows would be great. Yeah. I, I'm for more Klingon old traditional Klingon shows. Not, <laughs> oh, you not know, you're not for these new Discovery Klingons. Oh no, we need to. Huh. We feel, need to. It feels like there's a podcast where I heard <laughs> they need to go the way of the Ben Affleck Batman pretty soon. Like no they more. They need to find a cool way to bow out. A cool, yeah. I like that. A cool yeah. way to bow. Out. <laughs> yes, yes, and, and for Jake Gyllenhaal to come in. Um, <laughs> Yes, what? I was trying to think of a funny name for our Becker podcast, and I can't, the only thing I came up with was Black and Becker. <laughs> but I don't know how. Like, that. Yeah, I don't know where the black comes uh, in. I don't either. Yeah. But Black and Becker would be a great the black. Becker podcast. Yeah, yes. no. uh, So uh, that's all I got. All right. And then what was the last point he made between honks? Honks. honks, honks. 
I don't know. There was some good stuff in there, though. Oh, Klingon. Oh, Odo's contacts. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Yes. I agree with you there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You know, there's like a that. possibility. He mentioned him like, a you know, he's got all this, like a spider with these webs out. It's a possibility that Odo has contacts that that don't know who he is. Right. Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. If he if he has a mm. brain persona where he could sneak into, you know, that's why true. not? That's just. I mean, especially if he has a character, if he has an alien that he's mimicking that doesn't have any hair. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess he has to find one without any ears or weird nose ridges because he has trouble with humanoids because of his trauma as a child or whatever. Yeah, if he, yeah, if yeah, he had... We, we, we've seen him turn into a bird, though, like, perfectly. Though, right, so. right. That's why I've posited that he has, like, a psychological block against it. He's just got to get rid of those engrams that have... Uh, and plant and maybe he can turn into a human. You think it's just all of his interactions with SPs that have, <laughs> yeah, I have think. made him? <laughs> I don't need a personality test. Yeah. <laughs> why, why do I have to hold these cans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once he, once he gets across the bridge of fire and the, the, you know, just, yeah. or the wall of fire, work his way up the bridge a little bit. I stop to help people because I know I'm the only, the only one, one again. Yeah. And let's not reference what we're doing, to, referring to, because, uh, you know, well, they, don't, they don't sue you anymore. It seems I know like it's, open, it's, it's like open. It's not like 10 years ago. It's like a, yeah. it's like open season on them now. Right. But let's not say who they are just because I, yeah. I want to leave people guessing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. I was going to say that maybe, maybe yeah, yeah, no. All right. <laughs> we, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> all right. So that's it for this week's voicemails, right? Uh, that's all we're going to have time for right now. We've spent a lot of time on that one. Yeah, we've, we've been having trouble cramming things in for this, so we've gotten a few. That's what she said. Oh. All right. I think, Hugh, it's time to do that before we... Uh, <laughs> did, do you want me to say something? Oh, oh yeah, we still have to plug stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Don't just like don't just leave us wanting more. Oh, you have I'm to finish sorry. this off. Oh, all right. Well, I'll just finish <laughs> you off. Um, if you want to f- finish this? No. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> hey, if you want to talk to it, if you want to chat with us or uh, talk to us, we're not. Uh, hey, we want to know what you think about stuff about Deep Space Nine in particular, I guess. But we you know whatever. Give us a call at nine one seven four zero eight three eight nine eight and give us your opinions on things, or reach out to us and send us a uh, voice message. That you record yourself under three minutes. You can email it to us if you need to at rules of acquisition podcast at gmail.com. Uh, check out our Patreon for a bunch of other bonus content that we do. We try to make it worth your buckaroos and whatnot at patreon.com slash kickers of elves. And uh, is there anything I'm missing? Nope. That's about it. You did it, champ. Way to go. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Well, thanks again for listening to the Rules of Acquisition. We hope you join us next week for more Deep Space Nine talk. For Wade, James, and myself, we need to beam out. Beep. 
Do you know the cunt weasels that run this show have a call in line, where you can express your DS9 wishes and DS9 dreams into their ear holes. They will play them on air and try to be nice to you, because one day they hope to sell you blue apron snacks and underwear made out of modal. The number is 917-408-3898 That number again is 917-408-3898. You will probably want to talk about how hot Dax and Bashir are, that is great. These pretentious asses also love it when people say they are wrong, so feel free to do that. James will probably go off on a knowingly obtuse rant about construction issues or political sophistication we know you love that, again 917-408-3898. Did you know that some Deep Space Nine podcasts have more reviews than us on iTunes? Doesn't that piss you off? Please review us on iTunes. We need to feel loved sometimes.